0: Alright everybody, welcome to the Matt and Louise show. Today we're live streaming the the royal wedding. Nine hours to go.
1: <laughs> so there's going to be a live podcast <laughs> till the wedding starts and till it ends. So It's actually not live.
0: We're actually going to post this after the wedding's done. We're going to put this up as a nine hour podcast.
1: <laughs> live, guys, it'll <laughs> be
0: live. Largely makes the uh, eight hours of this useless.
1: Well, we can, you know, they can get to know us. Okay,
0: I like that bit, actually.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm Luis. And I'm
0: Matt. And this is The Good, The Bad, and The Obscure. We're a show that discusses things you probably haven't heard of. And if you have, well, good aren't ya we decide for you if they're worth checking out
1: really though good on you because you're taking our jobs away you're cutting out the middleman
0: from you know if you already know about the content you don't need to listen to this
1: yeah basically on the other hand good on you for taking our jobs away either you're a go-getter yeah appreciate that exactly i i need more go-getters in my life the only go-getter i have right now is my dog
0: Yeah? Does your dog actually go get stuff, or do you just want to talk about it?
1: She gets sticks and balls and that kind of stuff. Okay. (laughs) Does that pass in your realm of knowledge? As being a
0: go-getter? I mean, I suppose, so If if they mean anything to you, then I guess so.
1: That's a really nice answer.
0: Yes, you're welcome.
1: So, have you seen that new trailer for... What's it called? The one with fucking the puppet? Uh...
0: Yes, but I don't remember what it was called.
1: It was this like new Brian Henson one. Oh, the, the Happy ha- Time Murders. The Happy
0: Time Murders. I don't did this trailer just come
1: out? It came out hours, hours ago. ago.
0: Okay. Well, here's a little bit of a little bit of a insider insider review here. Don't watch the trailer. It's just, awful. This is a movie that's going to bomb real bad. This is <clears> this <throat> is what everybody uh, every, all the executives who you imagine the faceless executives in Hollywood, this is what they think Deadpool is. This is, this is that edgy humor that they think people want right now. And it's, it's awful.
1: We don't want puppets shooting, you know, string, whatever it is, from their penises. See, usually I'm the raunchy one here that says all those jokes and stuff like that, but I couldn't make that up, you know? I... I dropped my sword to the ground, and I surrendered to this... Disgusting trailer. Disgusting trailer.
0: Starring Melissa McCarthy, jo- jo- Joel, McHale, Joel McHale, and that guy from The Office. Uh, what was his name? Stanley. Stanley from The Office. There were some other... N- this is a movie that could almost be good if it was funnier, and if it had better actors.
1: Look, The Muppets, <laughs> they were great. They are fantastic. Yes. Visually, looks fine. Yeah. look could look better. But the Muppets are not... The Muppets just can't have an audience in 2018. I if the s- Muppets have an audience in 2018, 2018 has a problem.
0: I think Muppets can have an audience in the same way BoJack Horseman can have an audience. If they're trying to say something, like if this was a serious detective movie, probably feel differently.
1: Yeah, but do you remember that The Muppets show, which was all serious and it was kind of like 30 Rock? Did that bomb? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got canceled. Yeah. That's fair. Pretty limited. Yeah. It's, it's, if your gimmick is, hey, we're puppets, then you're, you're limited to a show. Sorry, uh, a show for kids. Yeah. Because Bojack Horseman's gimmick is not, hey guys, we're animated and we are, uh, we're animals. You know, they have way more things going on for them. For the Happy Time Murders and that Muppets show, they tried something which was, you know, commendable.
0: Yeah, making a movie, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it's trying to revive a kind of, I don't want to call it a genre, but a kind of style that just hasn't been done well in a while. And it totally can be done well. It's just not I don't the know. way Brian Hansen's trying to do it right now.
0: It looks like, isn't, isn't, Oh no, I'm thinking of Jim Henson. Yeah. He's dead, right? S- I think so. But Brian Henson's alive? Are I we talking about the same people here? I don't think we are. Either way, I think I think they're just doing this because they see an opportunity here to use a property that already has recognition. I don't know that there's anything else going on about this.
1: I uh, don't know what to I don't know what to think about it.
0: I feel like they're seeing other stuff such as BoJack Horseman, and they're thinking, wow, we could we could kind of bring Muppets into this world in a different light than we had them before, in the same way Deadpool kind of has done that to superhero films. Yeah, actually. So this doesn't work. <laughs> it might end up working, but McCarthy doesn't really strike me as an actress who necessarily uh, ends up pulling off these solo films, in recent memory at least.
1: Well, it's also another movies we watch, so we're kind of uh, yeah, biased that's, against it.: That's her.
0: true, but then who is this movie for?
1: All the Melissa McCarthy fans.:
0: You think Melissa McCarthy fans are going to watch a movie about raunchy puppets? because I, I feel like they're not. I, f- I feel like Melissa McCarthy fans are down for kind of a
1: that, the spy movie.: The
0: spy movie, yeah, like kind of like the woman-based comedies, if that makes sense, like comedies that are more or less targeted towards women. Yeah. Whereas this doesn't it doesn't feel like it is, it feels like it's kind of targeted towards teenagers. And those I don't I would say probably aren't generally Melissa McCarthy fans.
1: It's just I don't know yeah, I agree. Who is this for again, right?
0: Yep. Like they got Joel McHale in who I feel like has been trying to trying to find something that was as big as community since community.
1: Well no, he he's in Netflix now. He is he has the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale.
0: Yeah, is that is that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay.
1: It's his return to the soup kind of thing. Because he had the soup a while ago.
0: Yeah, okay, so the, the fans of Spy, Bridesmaids, Tammy, and The Heat. This isn't a movie for them. I don't think. Like, I know some of that has a little bit raunchier of humor, but not to this level. It's true. Because this is a little bit absurd in... The level that it's at like it's, it, just... it's funny to see two puppets going at it but it's another thing to see to actually see it like that was far more graphic than i wanted
1: oh no. that trailer 100 percent. she's also producing it actually okay well that
0: you know not that surprised i would be all i'm saying is when this comes out i don't see it getting higher than a 65
1: how about we do what we did last episode and one of us takes the side of bomb, and the other one takes the side of blockbuster. Well, I I think it's definitely going to bomb, 100%. I think. Yes. Oh, fuck, it comes out August 17th, 2018. That's, That's
0: a summer blockbuster, oh baby. We're adding Lord. it to the list. This is, it'll have a little asterisk, but it's going to be there.
1: I'm going to say it's going to do well.
0: All right. Happy time, murders success for Louise, flop for me. This is going to be the one that that loses this for you, Luis See, if
1: you're right, I'll be sad and I'll blame I
0: don't
1: I'll know. I'll blame Melissa. capitalism. No, capitalism's to blame for a lot of stuff, but not this. Okay. I just don't I really don't get this.
0: have you did you hear that In the Heights got picked up as a film?
1: What? Yep. I it's love coming. In the Heights. Yeah. Da, 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 da Wait, wait. I was gonna make another tune. It was. Oh no, wait. I know some lyrics. Just give me a second.
0: Yeah, In the Heights is now officially in development. It's been picked up, and we will. I would. I'm pretty sure we still got a couple more years till we see it, since Can't Imagine is very long, very far along. They're probably
1: casting right now or
0: like You're production f- or yeah even finishing up the script uh, maybe the script's done maybe that's what they're optioning off but i i think we still got a little while but nonetheless this is a step in the right direction towards getting that hamilton movie that we're all waiting for
1: i know the lyric i remember right. the lyric okay take it away luis <laughs> they ask Uznavi. what a, they ask Uznavi navi is the protagonist yeah okay they ask him Uznavi, you jealous and he says Jealous I and jealous I am, scared of these fellas, whatever. And I love that lyric. It is very good. See, yeah, you didn't even imagine I could... Dude, I, I didn't it. think... I, did, I thought you were going to give me a couple quotes. Oh, no, that was a dead-on lyric from that the song. That was dead-on.
0: Louise could <laughs> star in this film.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Louise. Uh, hi, Lynn. I'm a huge fan. Um, I'd like to star in... Actually, not even star. Th- actually, no, yes. Yeah, star and in, in the Heights. Uh, give me a call. You know, you have my number this is
0: no longer a podcast about obscure things this is now the documentary prior to louise's casting this is all actually about Luis's rise to stardom through in the heights and we're chronicling that a week to week
1: hey guys i'm Luis, and that's uh matt who talks about louise and this is louise's rise to stardom
0: thanks for joining us again this week we talk about any progress Luis.
1: Um. Still, Lynn hasn't gotten back to me Just yet.
0: Still, Lin still
1: says we'll call you. He hasn't said anything, and you know what they say: no news is good news.
0: That's that is what they say. Do they say that in case of say your buddies hiking and you hear about an avalanche? Is that a no news is good news? Well, he was hiking in you know the middle of August, so. Uh, say your buddies are on a ship and you hear about a the ship sinking. Is that a no news good news?
1: Look okay
0: one they more they can make
1: a movie about his ship sinking and he'd be a star say your buddy's at a christmas party <laughs> okay
0: and this happens to come out right around the time that they were filming die hard
1: and Ooh. and he's in the and building. then you
0: hear about you hear about the terrorists taking over no news good news is my friend your friends a terrorist, yeah.
1: <laughs> i was gonna ask if my friend's bruce
0: Bruce? Oh, Willis. like Willis. Oh, yeah. oh you're on a first-name basis. Okay, <laughs> Of I see. course I am. Well, yeah, in that case, he's fine. You're all fine. In
1: any other case, he's dead as Snape is. Yeah. Rest in peace
0: Alan Rickman. I, was, I meant
1: Snape the character. I know, but he's also dead. <laughs> yeah, Alan Rickman this died. Still surprising. I'm still surprised. You have, that's why you have your face stuck like that.
0: Yeah, it's just shock. <laughs> uh... Okay, have you been following the Cannes Film Festival at all?
1: Cannes? Um, no, actually. I know Solo premiered there.
0: And it got a standing ovation. What? No, I have no idea. I was just okay. I was saying that in such a tone that I was waiting for you to confirm or rebuke it. <laughs> Good i Good I've, on you there. I've heard it's a spot of fun. And probably not much more. I already bought tickets. I haven't... Yeah, because you have a bunch of free movie passes. It doesn't really count.
1: No, no. I mean, yes, it does. Okay. And second off, still does.
0: Okay, sure. I'm just saying if I had a free movie ticket and I bought premier tickets, I don't know if I'd say bought. I'd be like, I kind of reserve my seat because
1: I'm the king. <laughs> Matthew, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think it's going to be, I think we talked about it, did we talk about it in another podcast? I Impossible don't know. to say. What are we talking about solo? Yes. Yes? We may have talked about it in a previous podcast.
0: About what? What are you saying?
1: <laughs> Just about it in general. Okay. Um, I think that it's going to do well.
0: Yeah, we know. We went over that last week. You <laughs> think it's going to succeed? I think it's going to succeed. We're both on board with it. No, that. but I
1: think it's going to be like worse than Rogue One. But better than Return of the Jedi. To, no
0: uh, Revenge of the Sith
1: Likely Star Wars Holiday Special And w- Well of course
0: <laughs> How about Episode 2 <laughs> A Tale of Two Clones It's actually called The Clone
1: Wars Yes yeah. <laughs> it, it is The Clone Wars As a matter of fact I don't know uh, don't I know, know it's that, gonna uh, do to well
0: To Solo Okay
1: But I don't know What it, what other movies in, Is it gonna be the worst Of the Star Wars movies
0: no. no It'll probably be Fifth's worst Under We have Episode 2 Episode I forgot the
1: prequels exist Episode a 1
0: We got Revenge of the Sith So episode 3 Then we got Return of the Jedi And then we have that one
1: Wait Return of the Jedi?
0: Number 6 Yeah that's Why? Because it's not It's fine Whoa, it's incredibly wow.
1: fine. Jesus Christ!
0: I, I don't like you. You'll defend this, but then you'll go and watch it, and you'll come back to me and be like, "Yeah, that was just kind of a lot of sort of crying and hugging, and the Ewoks were good, I guess." Original the Jedi is so good. It's like pretty good. All I'm saying, okay, here's the thing about it though, is you got those four films. I mean, wait, those wait, wait, three it's... films. You got the three films. Just hear me out. You got the prequels that are not good, and then you have, um episode 4 episode 5 and rogue one that are really really good and then somewhere in between that you have return of the jedi which is still actually pretty good but it's not exceptionally good it's
1: not empire strikes back
0: no exactly that's what i'm saying it's not empire strikes back it's not rogue one and it's not um new hope new hope and i don't know where Force awakens fits i feel like that that's kind of up there I don't know if it's better than Return of the Jedi. I
1: think I agree with you. Return of the Jedi is just all right.
0: That's what I'm... Yeah, when you have to compare it to movies like that. Yeah. Like, if if we're, return, we're um, comparing, like, Return of the Jedi against pretty much any blockbuster that's going to come out this summer, probably pretty good. Yeah. It's probably quite a good film. Yeah. But, like, as a whole, thematically, yes. And it does, but it also has New Hope and Empire behind it. Like, it's already got a lot building on it. So it has that in favor.
1: Do you think the third Star Wars movie of this, you know, threequel,
0: untitled trilogy? One? Yeah. I said I instead know, of trilogy. I'm gonna let it go, but I, know, I can't know. let it go.
1: You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm in a quest of self-growth. I need to catch myself with these kinds of things. I do you think that Last Jedi is gonna be better than the next movie coming up? Because I know New Hope. Sorry, new not New Hope. Uh, Force Awakens. Oh, I forgot about Last Jedi. I What? No, I Last Jedi. Do you think Last Jedi is going to be better than the third movie of this trilogy? I think looking back,
0: we'll think it's better. I, I don't know if I feel that way right now, but I feel like afterwards we're going to be like, oh, actually, Last Jedi was really... I think the public consciousness is slowly going to turn into really liking Last
1: Jedi. Gotcha. What do you think? I, re- I really liked Last Jedi.
0: Right now, I think it's pretty divided, but I I think that's because it's so different. Like, looking back, people will be like, everybody will start to agree, and they'll be like, that movie's amazing, but it's going to take some time. Either that, or people are kind of, kind of think it's, it could be lukewarm, aren't it? And it'll kind of fade into nothingness.
1: It's just, it's so good. I was one of the few people around me that liked it a lot off the bat.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That didn't I'm, have
1: to rewatch it to be like, oh, it's really good, or think about it. it's like that was amazing because I, it was such a, it shattered all expectations. And I think, with a movie that big, and that, with so many like microscopes uh, uh, like on it, it did its best.
0: Yeah, it 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 had a tough time following Force Awakens because for it went in a completely different direction than Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. right? like Force Awakens was setting up a new. Sort of, here's all the mysteries we're setting up. And then Last Jedi went in the opposite direction. was like, there are no mysteries. It doesn't matter who you are. And then killing off S- S- Snoke, like, right like in the middle or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well done in that respect. There's a lot of dumb parts of that film. But I might be able to chalk them up to, A, it being a blockbuster. And, B, it having to follow Force Awakens. Yeah, because they're
1: not made for you and me.
0: Yeah, they're, it's an everyman film, hey?
1: Yeah. You know what's not an everyman film? Being John Malkovich. Tell me more. I saw it the other day.
0: Have not seen being John Malkovich.
1: Spike Jones directed it. Charlie Kaufman wrote it. And Charlie Kaufman's one of my favorite writers, although that's probably a really common opinion. Um Spike Johns Jones directed it. Yeah, who and is also your favorite. I like him a lot. Yeah. I really like him a lot. His music videos are phenomenal. Although I kind of, you know, it was kind of weird to see that he's um, Francis Ford Coppola's godson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because
1: like, I, I, a lot of his, you know, vision and success I gave to him because he's really good. Yeah. And he is really good. And he started his career without him, you know? Yeah. But Francis Ford Coppola gave him uh, being John Malkovich. And even though if I meet him, he'll probably say, like, hey, no, like, I deserve this. And he totally did. I can't help but think, oh, man, he's just, you know, in that family. So he got it because of that. You know what I mean? It's just it's a stain in my brain. I'm sorry, Spike Jones. Well, and
0: that that family, I cannot remember right now what what other relations there are. But of course, Sophia Coppola, who
1: Nicolas Cage is in it.
0: Nicolas Cage is there. Yeah.
1: Who changed his name to (laughs) be not part of it.
0: But, yeah, Sofia Coppola, who, or, yeah, just phenomenal. Like, Lost in Translation is just an amazing film. Yeah. As well as, like, all of her other stuff.
1: Virgin Suicides? Was that hers? I
0: believe so. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll touch on cons next week as it starts to wrap up. Since right now we're still hearing just little snippets of information from it.
1: It's hard to say how it's going. Yeah. When you're not in it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's... As usual, it stirs up quite the buzz. Um, I heard that Netflix has had quite a bit of trouble with them. they've yeah. been, they've been fighting over rights a little bit mm-hmm. uh, because Cons has forced them to have a French premiere, and that means that they wouldn't be able to enter Netflix right away. Yeah, and so Netflix pretty much threatened to buy up as like they'll basically be in the buying war. So it's it's interesting. It's it's kind of this old style of. Or very traditional filmmaking. Like cons is still still forces women to wear high heels, right? Do they? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, what they, are they? Cactus Club? I know, it's 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 awfully traditional against kind of Netflix, which is feels like the up and coming, the new way of doing things. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see if they continue to fight about this. Because I'm sure most people at cons feel like Netflix is destroying cedars and therefore destroying film.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's so hard to think for me that Netflix is up and coming.
0: Well, I don't know if Netflix itself is up and coming cuz it's pretty well there, but mm-hmm. the style of streaming that it represents.
1: It's just I for me Netflix is the car. Okay? You know? Yeah. Is elaborate. the car in the age of horses. <laughs> okay. It's it does the same thing but way better.
0: Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. You know?
1: And it's so good. Yes. So much better than its predecessor. Yes. That it's considered a completely different thing.
0: Uh yeah, I see what you're saying. You know?
1: Yeah. So I think Netflix and Khan I was actually on the side of Netflix at first and then I was on the side of Khan and now then you're I on went the side back. Of... Now I can't decide because yeah. they both they're both right, you know? And I think they're too different right now to to be able to be judged or to take sides with w- one or the other because they're selling to two different audiences. Yeah, that's you know, true. for the most part. Do these audiences intersect? 100%. Most of them probably intersect. Yeah. You know, people who pay attention to con, and people who watch Netflix religiously or not religiously, but, you know, really often, like their main source of... People who cancel cable to watch Netflix. Which I think is most people right now. <laughs> yeah. Those people and the people who pay attention to Khan are probably the same people you know yeah they still want to get from point a to b they still want to watch content just one of them is proving better than the other and what Khan does is it doesn't show you movies necessarily at least to a wider audience but it tells you what's good but what i think is interesting is why
0: we don't see more like an amazon video hopping it and being like you can watch every con film or you can watch the stream as each of them premieres if you're with this service. So even if you're not in con, you can still be caught up, Mm -hmm. assuming you pay an extra premium or whatever.
1: I just want to clarify that what I meant with con, I meant with... By saying con, I meant the traditional ways of showing film. Oh, Um, yeah. um, Versus Netflix, which is the new, improved one. Yeah, the streaming. And, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. So people can see, review... Oh, actually... Because of the exclusivity
0: Yeah and that's understandable for Because obviously There's a way of doing things that Is not necessarily consumer friendly But it has to do with the filming And all of that But putting something out I wouldn't, I guess what I'm saying is I would not be surprised if in five years Things that start premiering there Like we just cut out the extra time Like it almost seems like There's not a lot of reason Like they still make ridiculous amounts of money at The Cedars, so it wouldn't make sense to put Solo up. But like, if I was, if I had a sort of an indie darling going there, that was probably not projected to make a ton at Cedars. You'd Mm -hmm. probably want it to premiere and stream, and then pick up whoever was going to, or have that option. But I guess afterwards they would, they would probably enter Netflix pretty quickly, which is the idea. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's just gonna be that way for a while.
1: Yeah. Disney has their new streaming service coming out in a couple of years. Yeah, great.
0: And then and then they'll buy Netflix and that'll and be that.
1: Then Disney will have microchips in our brains. Why am I I'm not cynical? <laughs> like I shouldn't think those things.
0: So okay. Um talking about premieres. The 13 reason Why season 2. Yeah. Their L.A. premiere just got canceled Whoa, wow. after the L.A. shooting.
1: So oh, another there's yeah, an L.A. shooting. Uh, yep. And what? so they've they've
0: canceled their, um, they canceled their premiere there, probably within rights, but yeah, I figured that was worth bringing up because that's that's an interesting show that feels like it doesn't have a whole lot of place in this time period, but I guess people like it.
1: I don't like. I haven't seen the first one.
0: I've seen the first episode, and that's it. I just, I don't know, I haven't seen enough So maybe it gets better, but it definitely feels like It starts out putting Ideal, like romanticizing this Idea of revenge suicide, which Like, I don't, it just feels Like kind of cheap to make A story aimed at Teenagers and stuff about A girl who commits suicide and now Is like basically getting revenge
1: that like That's, that's not a great message No,
0: that's, and that's what I'm thinking and like I don't, maybe it's not necessarily How it ends up playing out, but it kind of just feels gross looking at it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially like it, and maybe that that's fine. And I I don't I honestly think it might be fine if you were showing that in a different place than the states, I guess, where like that the um like the suicide rates are fairly high from like gun violence, basically. Yeah. So it it feels like it's in poor taste regardless, but. I don't know, people seem to like it, so Uh, we'll see about that.
1: Uh, I've never seen it, so I can't say a lot about it, but I've never, you know, been interested in that kind of thing because it's just not... The reason I wasn't interested in it was because I don't feel it's for my age group anymore. Yeah. And the fact that you say these things... Makes me think, well, who is this for? For the people who are going to be, gonna maybe, like, really influenced by these relevant topics to them? That's not great.
0: Yeah, and
1: so, maybe it's... A younger audience, I mean.
0: Yeah, like, maybe maybe this is our our version of being, like, people from the outside saying v- video game violence causes people to be violent. And whereas people who, generally speaking, have any experience with video games, doesn't, knows, does, like, and there have been whatever that like actual um, oh, what's the right word like people have actually looked into it and it's not true so like it might be it might be one of those things where it's like this doesn't really romanticize it and it's fine it's just another story mm-hmm. but it, it's from an outside perspective it feels it feels like it's in poor taste
1: yeah and okay when when people say that video games don't you know, inspire violence. I agree completely. They don't. But if you show a baby, if you show a baby, say, GTA 5, for just hours on end, and that's all the reality they know, then of course it's going to be bad, right? Yeah. So, I think age is definitely, like, a thing. Age is definitely a thing that affects that argument. And... Will 13 Reasons Why, and I think there's a topic where, like, (laughs) there's a conversation that's come and gone already for us. But I think it's just worthwhile talking about it now that Season 2 is up. Is 13 Reasons Why affecting how people think regarding these topics if they watch it at the age group of these characters? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't say much about it. But I do know what it's about, and I do do think it's interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure, to say the least. Um. Okay. I. I guess yeah. We could start with uh, shifting gears a little bit. You, I'm sure. I'm sure as everybody was aware of, Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled. But it got brought back, baby. And then it promptly got brought back. So that that's the big one to start off. We'll kind of go through various other shows that have been cancelled this year.
1: It made me feel great when I knew that.
0: I wonder, uh, what I'm curious about, because I, I heard this from somebody else, so, like, just, just as an idea, is, was this kind of always planned? Were they planning on selling it and NBC was planning on buying it and they decided rebuying to cancel it. it? Yeah.
1: Well, not rebuying it, but, like, reacquiring it.
0: Yeah. Like, I wonder if, if this was more publicity, because uh, it's it's totally possible not, but like it was within a day they picked it up. But I guess you see a show like Brooklyn Nine Nine get canceled, and like, and hear the outrage, or even just know that this show has that level of a following.
1: It is kind of quick. Me it, yeah, it. like it's not
0: like this was two days. I'm pretty sure it's the same day NBC announced it.
1: Because these corporations take a while to make decisions just because it's too many cooks
0: yeah i i'm just generally skeptical of some of these things like some of these bigger transitions where it's like oh it's gonna be like there's all of this outrage like it's not like this was necessarily predicted to be like this but this outshadowed every other show that got canceled i didn't hear a, a whisper of any other show that got canceled all i've been hearing about was brooklyn
1: 99
0: mm-hmm. so i I'm, I'm curious i don't know I doubt we'll ever have any idea, but if they, if they plan, if this was planned from the beginning, NBC definitely, they, they lucked out for sure. Like, yeah. I'm sure even, like, I, I didn't go back and finish season three ever.
1: I haven't seen it all. At any of it? Well, I've seen season one. And okay. Sprinkled episodes here and there.
0: Yeah. Like I, I got into the show and I'm sure like most people did watch like the first two seasons just almost a binge like and I don't do that like this show was it was just like super funny and it it had a lot going for it and then and then I just kind of kind of got tired of the formula overnight and then didn't go back fair but I might go back now that all of this has happened
1: just to see how their season finale is
0: yeah well it's and there's less episodes now so there's only 13 okay so it'll be interesting to see if what they're doing is ending it and there's one more season and that'll be it or if they're testing it and they're seeing If there actually is a following Or if they're actually Just planning on adding more and they're doing a little bit Of a kind of Rick and Morty where it's Sort of holding the carrot And bringing it further and further mm-hmm. away Just like trying to build up this mass appeal For the show I think they might do a spin-off You think? Like how so? Like same cast?
1: No Probably different precinct but Recurring characters
0: I don't, I don't know if that show stands without that cast though I don't know that anybody really cares for most of that, except for the characters themselves. Okay. You know, like, what, Andy Samberg, he's the main character? Oh, Andy
1: Samberg's gone. I mean, he's hot right now. I feel like he should he should have left that show a while ago. Pull a Steve Carell, you know, out of there. I don't... But...
0: Uh, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> for a show I don't watch. I have some strong opinions. Uh, but I feel like they could probably have The Chief... Go to another precinct and run it. I don't think so. Maybe. But, like, he is, he's, a he's
0: very much that, he's, like, taking someone from the office that isn't Jim or isn't uh, whoever Jim went out with. God. Pam. <laughs> it isn't Pam and it isn't Steve Carell. Like, if you took one of the other, we kind of already saw that with them replacing the a uh, Steve Carell in that show where it kind of just fizzled out.
1: Well, they shot one of the the horse's legs for sure.
0: So, like, I, I just don't know that he is enough to carry him. If they were to put a lot of eggs in one basket and do t- like Rosa and somebody else mm-hmm. and spun it off that way and had like a like a cop buddy move TV show, maybe. But I don't I don't think that we'll see that at all. Unless or boil, I think. I don't know. I just don't think any of these characters have any weight to them mm-hmm. other than Andy Samberg. Like, what they could do is if they s- could still afford him, and we'll see, would yeah. be taken and just put it in a different setting. Just move it to, like, a hospital. Firefighter. Yeah, like, it's possible, hey? Like, they could, or move it to a cruise ship and have something like that. Like, just something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think we'll see that. I think we'll see this show for a little while, and then once it's done, it's done
1: yeah maybe actually
0: but I don't it's possible I, I don't mind it I don't really see appeal in most of these spinoff shows I like
1: shows ending I like that I'm sure you do no it's it's great when a show ends I feel we sh- uh, North America could take a take a you know learn from the BBC
0: I, d- I don't mind shows that end have a scheduled end the crappy thing though is when you're like two seasons in and it just gets canned
1: oh that's incredibly bad did you know Friends had a spinoff show
0: yeah called Joey Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why that didn't work, hey?
1: So it could if they do a spin-off of Brooklyn Nine Nine calling it, you know, boil or something.
0: But Joey didn't work.
1: <laughs> I know. It might happen. Like it it could be the same thing. That it just fizzles out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I that's why like we might see it, but like also Joey got two seasons.
1: Joey got two seasons? Yeah. I thought you got canned after the first.
0: Well, I what probably what happened was everybody watched the first and Or enough people watched it and enough people were loyal enough to this character that they watched Mm -hmm. the first season and then it probably wasn't doing very good in the second. Because I cannot imagine that show being good.
1: Why would it be good?
0: I don't don't know, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, I I think if you take the same writing crew and there's another show that's kind of the same humor as Brooklyn Nine-Nine but set in a courthouse, don't know what it's called, but something like that like taking the same writing room and moving it to um like a star trek something like that where it's like we're seeing a new setting we're seeing new characters same writers so you have the same humor level Mm -hmm. but none of the don't carry any of them over okay maybe carry an actor over but not any other name or any of that okay would be the only way that i see that doing well
1: it's hard because it,
0: I I often, I just feel like a lot of these like it's kind of like taking yeah what they did in Friends where they took one friend mm-hmm. and tried to be like you carry the next group where and like, okay, yeah now it's, what's the money it's kind of lightning in a bottle hey
1: oh a hundred percent
0: so other yeah so before we hop in um how are you pretty good how are you
1: I'm good I'm well
0: yeah we haven't talked in a while. No, that's true.
1: Actually, our friendship is crumbling and the only thing keeping us together is the podcast.
0: Yep. Not well, too, hey? No. Are there any other shows that got cancelled that disappointed you to any extent?
1: See, you cut off my topic super quick, leading the people to believe. Leading people to believe that our friendship is cumber- crumbling. Oh I see, were we going for a bit gag there? I was, but then you no, shut no, you off. Keep, no, you keep going. Now I'm hurt. Her- now we're having a real problem. You keep going. That's fine. Um, I didn't care about any other shows being canned actually. It's just not a medium I I follow. You
0: just don't watch TV anymore.
1: <laughs> I just don't watch TV. I probably watch the odd miniseries because it's, it's, you know, quick and dirty, but... I don't know why I said quick and dirty.
0: Yeah, I don't either.
1: But, but it's, it's quick and, and dirty. Now, you know?
0: Uh I mean Ash the Evil Dead is now cancelled too.
1: Ash had an episode?
0: Ash had a TV show, yeah. Shit. I yeah, mean which was supposed to be pretty good.
1: Oh, well, that's too bad.
0: Oh, and Once Upon a Time's also ending. What? Yep, seven seasons. Okay, that's good. Same with uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend if you ever watch that When is supernatural ending? Never. <laughs> <laughs> when one of them one of the two actors quits, then that show will end. But quite frankly, why would they quit?
1: Why would they quit? The money's too good.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is canceled. Sadly, quite what? a good show. Really? Yeah, three seasons. I am a big fan. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's an interesting show. It's probably not aimed at Towards me anyone? necessarily. Oh, but it is. It's very entertaining, and the person who writes it is incredibly talented. It has. It's, I don't know how much you know about it, but it's a, a, a woman who, she realizes 10 years out of high school that the last time she was truly happy, or maybe it's not 10 years, maybe it's like 5, last time she was truly happy was, with she was when she was with her boyfriend in high school. So she, she decides to travel across, like he, she runs into her one day, and he, they have a little bit of a conversation, and she asks where he's living, and he says, I don't know, wherever and like just somewhere else and she's like oh me too i'm just happen to be visiting here and she decides to buy an airplane ticket and move there just throw away her life to to try and win this guy back and it's incredibly self-aware and it has a musical episode musical number every episode yeah it's a,
1: it's rachel bloom i know rachel bloom yeah it's, it's incredible like a, yeah holy crap no
0: this is this is a show that definitely deserved to live longer
1: well, it didn't get canceled. It got renewed for a fourth and final season.
0: Oh, okay. So just for our next one then.
1: Yeah. So it's dying.
0: Yeah. I. I maybe. Yeah. Whatever. Then that source was wrong. Unless because that says in April it got renewed, so it might have been canceled since then.
1: Oh shit. Maybe yeah.
0: Um. Or set to end. Yeah. So it's not technically canceled. It it has one more season. Mm-hmm. Same with iZombie.
1: And Jane the Virgin. Yeah. I never watched iZombie.
0: I've seen the first couple seasons. What incredibly fine, really? Yeah, it's it's like it's a procedural. Like, you can't expect a ton from it. Uh, it's good. And it's fun, but you're not expecting it to be like I don't know great by any means. If that makes sense. Like, I just don't tend to watch procedurals, so that does not help. So this week we're talking about Flowers for Elgernon. What a book what a book monumental few times does form complement content quite as well as flowers for algernon
1: that's true <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah no that's 100 percent true it's it is the best use of phonetical writing that i've ever no not phonetical it's not phonetical writing it's
0: well yeah just style, it is yeah a bit phonetical it is yeah
1: at times what what is the story of this book the story of this book is about this mentally uh disabled man who is put through a test he's in this lab he what the just what we're likely
0: just gonna spoil this right away. It's oh, the right, only yeah. real way to explain the story of this book yeah there's not you can't really go into this without knowing where you're gonna be about halfway through it yes because that's that's just a concept so.
1: The back of the book spoiler.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll try to keep spoilers of the ending fairly minimal, but mm-hmm. you're gonna know stuff up till about probably halfway.
1: Yeah, the the back section of the book. I remember reading it. Yeah, like thirty pages in for some reason, and it told me like everything. Yeah. Yeah, so the book is about this. It's this diary kept by this guy, who is mentally disabled, and he is put through the test. Well, he is he put no. He volunteer he is volunteered to be this human uh test subject for the slab, and they're gonna make him. In short, they're gonna make him smart. Yeah. You so. Know?
0: Yeah. So mentally disabled, but like, all in all, like low IQ. Like, low that's, IQ. That's that's ultimately what it comes down to. Is he was just born with a lower IQ than, I don't like what what is his age level technically mentally? It was like. Eight, no, Eight or something. No, it was, it was like four. Yeah, like it was fairly low. Mm-hmm. Like he's pretty much, yeah, yeah. He was he was very much a child. Mm-hmm. Um, the first
1: couple of pages, because he's writing it, he doesn't use any grammatical. Uh, he's taught to read. He's taught to write, actually. Yeah,
0: which is like pretty phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the way it's shown to you that he's learning to write is incredible. You know, because he's not using commas. It's all run in sentences. Capital letters are all over the place. And slowly, chapter by chapter or entry by entry, he is learning. He is yeah becoming smarter. He's learning about commas and punctuation and everything. And suddenly he's writing like a person with av- like above average IQ. And to fast forward to middle point, he gets really smart.
0: Yeah, because of the test. So yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about that test is they introduce it and they say, "Look, it might not work. It could only last for a short period of time. We don't know. But if you're willing to try, this test will make you smart. Yeah, and or we've that's we've the tried goal it of it.
1: A lot of rats and the rats, you mice. know, mice. Sorry, yeah. they've tried it with a lot of mice. And it's proven successful, and it lasts beyond uh, expectations.
0: Uh, yeah, because Algernon is the mouse.
1: Is a mouse which Hebrew friends.
0: And I believe Algernon was smart. He was. He hadn't. He hadn't shown any declining. Right.
1: No, and he was smarter than uh, Charlie. Yeah. Which is the name of the protagonist. Protagonist. He was smarter than Charlie, according to some logic tests put by the lab. So this book is a tearjerker. You know? Yeah. Okay. It kind of it kind of killed me at the end. <sighs> and throughout, you know? Throughout it just had these shining, blinding ray, <coughs> rays of humanity.
0: Oh, I say. yeah, okay. You know? It's like yeah, so like shining blinding rays of sadness, honestly, <laughs> ran right into my eyes as I was reading. That's a antonym. Do we want to play. Uh, does that. What is that? Antonym. Is that. You think it's going one way and then it goes another?
1: No, antonyms are.
0: A word opposite meaning to. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so like. Shining sadness. Well, they're not antonyms. They're more like. Anyway. Quick
0: game before Luis continues. Pop, 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 pop. Did Luis cry on the bus while reading this book?
1: You have five seconds to guess this. Five. Four. Yes, he cried Yes, I, I thought so Anyway, I, continue I, cried. I read on the bus and I cried on the bus You know, the lady next to me was asleep And then she woke up because I was crying Which has only happened two other times? One other time? Look, let's just say more than once It's always the
0: bus, it always gets you
1: Well, it's when I have time to read, you know <laughs> If I'm on my phone a lot, I get this Anyway, point is This book is incredibly humane, you know Not because... You never pity the character. I never...
0: you You pity him a couple of times.
1: I never pitied him.
0: Not when he's being bullied by the other guys?
1: Well... I felt sad for him, but I didn't... I didn't, you know, feel sorry for him. Okay. You know, he's not... He's... Because you're seeing it from his point of view, it didn't strike me as something he noticed, so I couldn't feel sad for him, you know, or okay. s- sorry for him. I felt sad for him, but not sorry for him. Which in my head, okay, is
0: different. it's different, sure.
1: Like when he got, um, he has this job where people abuse him financially, like they don't pay him enough, that kind of thing. Yeah and this book i think does a great job in leading you does that make sense it leads you to the next logical place like you can imagine what's going to happen next but it leads you through this journey perfectly and this it's this journey of charlie realizing who he is once he's smart and realizing how people Cheated him beforehand and why
0: and it deals a lot with the ignorance and where what what actually makes somebody happy and a lot of it he thinks his goal when he's not smart is he wants to be happy because he'll understand the world and he is happy as he's he's not smart mm-hmm. he's the happiest and then as he gets smarter he begins to realize a lot of things that make him sad Mm-hmm. and he begins to slowly become actually more and more depressed throughout this book because he can't connect with people because he he sh- kind of shoots past the level but when he, by the time he's he realizes that he's he can actually interact with people he hasn't ever he's not emotionally ready mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he feels like he's too smart and he begins actually looking down on people because they're dumber than he is
1: yeah and he becomes secluded because I think it's a really good point, you know? He was... His IQ was really high, but his way to deal with that was still very young, yes. you know? The book made a, did a great job of not making, like, a Mary Sue kind of character. And uh, a Mary Sue is someone who can do anything, yeah, anytime, generally anywhere.
0: generally, like a self-insert.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think the book and the author did a great job in making this character believable. And I think a great way of doing that was, you know, making him really smart, but not emotionally prepared to it. And that just it's it's a shoe-in for the the message of the book, you know? Yeah. It's it's the whole, you know, hook, line and sinker there. It's like emotional turmoil to the max. Because yes, he's dealing with a lot of people and he falls in love. And he deals with his his uh, family who kind of abandoned him. And he deals with everything, but he's not ready.
0: Yeah. He
1: is able to do it, but he's just not ready emotionally. Oh man, I'm getting I'm getting you're getting you know, sad just thinking about it because, um, yes, the book leads you through it, but they don't spoon feed you. No. Anything. It's you're having your own conversations within you as you're reading it, because, again, these are just... Uh, 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 entries. They're journal entries. Yeah. And then as as he
0: continues going, he takes more and more journal entries that become, yeah, more f- sophisticated. And, yeah, it, it's interesting how it's, it's very much a first-person point of view throughout this book, to the point where you're literally getting... He's writing in here And getting all excited That he's learning How to use commas mm-hmm. And you're You actually feel excited For him as you read I Which is it. great Yeah
1: He used a comma Of every word Yeah When you when first learn Yeah
0: it, It's interesting Because it's There You have this feeling of When you watch characters Like that grow up mm-hmm. And you're excited for him And you want him To be smart So much And then when he gets smart You're almost You want him to figure out That next level But he can he can't get there which is where it becomes the most depressing mm-hmm. and then continues to be that way be careful a lot what of, you wish for a lot of the book yeah it's mostly just sad
1: and uh it has too many teachings to you know just mention right now but one of the things that i think is really valuable is he everything he lived when he was mentally disabled he remembered but he his experiences there were not, they didn't benefit him as a smart man because he couldn't analyze them because they had already happened. What I'm trying to say here is his, I think this book talks about time and the limited time we have. And when he was smart in the limited time he was, he didn't, well, he was smart, he de- He wasn't experienced, you know? Yeah. And his inexperience made him lose a lot of relationships while smart. Yeah. You know? He could talk to anyone anytime, but he just didn't know how.
0: Yeah, which eventually doomed his whatever relationships he almost had.
1: Yeah, he had some love interests here and there.
0: Yeah, that yeah, fell apart because of that.
1: Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just can't be a smartass, you know. It's 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. I. It's an old book, and it's I think there was a movie about it too, yeah. made in the '60s or '70s. '68, yeah. Oh, nice. And it's one of these books that. It's. Something has gone wrong for this book to not to be to not be taught in high schools. Yeah, no kidding. It, I think it's an ideal book for high schools. I think Goodbye, Great Gatsby, Hello, Flares or Elginon. I never read Great Gatsby in high school. What did you read in high school? Oh, I don't know now. I read Brave New World. Oh, I need to read that.
0: Yeah, very good. Yeah. That's an interesting one. It. That one has aged a lot worse than this has. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because this, this felt really current.
0: Yeah, this Brave New World doesn't. Brave New World kind of feels like just reading an old sci-fi book. It's okay. got a lot of awesome ideas, and it's done really well. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But that feeling you get when you're kind of reading a classic, and you're like, some of them age better than others. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that way. Also read To Kill a Mockingbird. J-, J-, J? Bird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Mockingbird. And then I, and then I don't remember what I read. In, oh,
1: Frankenstein. Great. Oh, grade I even 12. read Frankenstein. I read Of Mice and Men. And Mice and Men, yeah. Um... Great Gatsby what's that one with the kids in the island
0: uh, F-
1: Lord, Lord of, of the Flies, flies. Lord yeah, of the Flies phenomenal I say get Great Gatsby out of there catch not catch 122 catch 22 no uh h- halt and catch fire catcher of the rye catcher in the rye get catch catcher. 122 catcher in the rye yes get catcher in the rye out of there put Flares for Algernon because I think this is a two things this book by Daniel Keats We didn't mention the author.
0: Daniel Keyes is the author. Look it up. Read it.
1: The one thing about this book is that it would excel in a classroom setting.
0: Yeah. No, it would.
1: It'd be phenomenal. To I think I urged you to read it before we started this podcast. You did. I didn't
0: want to read this book at all. I really didn't. I was like, I don't want to read a drama that's about somebody dumb getting smart. I don't want to read. That's not me. I don't. This sounds boring and it sounds sad. And those are two things I don't want to read about. And it wasn't boring, but it was super sad. It was really, really sad. And I'm not happy about that. But I. <laughs> did but you liked it. it. I did like it a lot.
1: Right. Uh, a. It would excel in a classroom setting. And B. Yes. The the messages. I'm the kind of person that books do stick with me. Yes. I think this book has the power the power to make constant readers yeah you know if i encountered this book cuz i i found this book on a reddit on a subreddit like years ago uh, then i ordered it online and read it and then i recommend to to matt if this book was given to me at a young age i would have loved reading you know it's yeah. to to quote atticus finch you don't know a man until you uh, walk them out of their shoes or something like that.
0: To quote Atticus Finch, reading a book is like a... Actually, I think this is like Archie quote. Oh, sure. Um,
1: Archie Atticus, you know.
0: I didn't realize the library could be so much fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> believe,
0: <laughs> Moose says that in a one-page comic about him going to retrieve a baseball from the library that broke through a window and then reading a book and people coming over and say, Moose, what happened? And he's like, I don't know, libraries could be so much
1: fun. <laughs> Did you break that window?
0: I don't know if you broke a window. I think the ball flew in through the front door. Oh, so it what? didn't break anything. I look, I don't. It's been a while, <laughs> but it, it it stuck with me, like a good good comic strip should. Like a good. Okay, well here's the thing about Archie comics. Before we continue. oh sure pause is I'm pretty sure I've only read. You know how they come in, like, the double digest or whatever?
1: Yeah, like, the Bible pages?
0: Literally, I think I've read three different Archie comics my entire life. Like, I feel like we've only ever owned three of them, and I just reread them every time. Because <laughs> there's something about Archie that is inherently not funny, and able to be read over and over again because it's so forgettable. Yep. Yeah. So I, I... They just feel new. Why do they make new ones? I don't know. Why they don't just they just rebrand re-print? them? <laughs> like, I, I own Archie comics where they actually just... They've just take, cut out... Surgically cut out a comic and moved it to the next one. <laughs> it's the same comic strip. <laughs> like, what are you, do you guys have limited ideas here? And of course they do because of, it's it's Comics. a PG dating. Yeah. Oh God, Archie. Yeah. Awful. Anyway,
1: I think there's some t- Sonic, the Hedgehog and Archie comic crossovers. What
0: I've been meaning to read is the Archie, and the Living Dead or whatever the Dead one is. Holy crap! Heard good things about that. Really? Yeah. Like actually pretty good things about oh, interesting. the 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 dead version of Archie, anyway. I mean, he's
1: better than alive. I think this book would yes. excel in high school because it's just the kind of book that really shows you, especially for uh, early readers or uh, uh, people who want to ad- adopt the habit of that yeah. you and I have. It's a hard habit to get into. I it feel is. like yeah, with the, a lot the of work. yeah, the first book you read and you're like. This is why don't why do
0: I stop reading ever exactly? Why do I take months long breaks without putting, picking up a book?
1: Yeah, exactly. I think this is the kind of book that inspires you to read another one because it just leaves you with so much in your heart. It's a very human book.
0: It also doesn't try to because I find some of the problems with those books can be like, like Frankenstein's phenomenal, but it's a hard. Is a barrier there of language where mm-hmm. you have to, and same with Shakespeare, where it's like you have to accept the fact that you're going to be sitting down and looking words up, yep. because you're not going to make it past it otherwise, or mm-hmm. like looking up what that phrase means. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is almost like like this is a great, grade ten book, if it yep. wasn't for To Kill a Mockingbird.
1: Even To Kill a Mockingbird in an international setting might be hard to understand because of racism.
0: I don't. I think. The thing about it, though, is... I love to go I don't think way. it's taught worldwide. I think it's mostly just states that teach to kill, oh. to kill it. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, like a lot of other places actually have their own specific authors that they study, mm-hmm. which is, is interesting because we read just a lot of American fiction and yeah. that sort of stuff. But, like, also, we had the option in grade 12 to read one of three books, so we didn't have to just read the one. Mm-hmm. And one was... One was Frankenstein, one was The Wars, which I've been meaning to read for a long time. And the other one was Things Fall Apart. Oh,
1: I know that which, one. Which,
0: yeah, is, I think, it's the most, I'm pretty sure it's the most widely recognized African novel. Um, yeah. Which, this is another one that just should be taught. Because it's actually just phenomenal. But there's not enough hours in a day, I guess, to get kids to read in a school setting.
1: Flowers for Algernon would get kids to read. I, agree. I can't. I it's, it's not because I love the book. It's just that kind of book.
0: Yeah, it's easy to
1: pick up, and there's a lot to talk about. That's <laughs> it. That's it. If you have a book club, person, listening to this, read Flowers for Algernon. What? What? It's a great book to talk about. Flowers. It's,
0: yeah, it's also like relevant right now, mm-hmm. which is awesome, <laughs> because yeah. it does, it, maybe mental disability in the sense of like a low iq that's not super and i use this word like spandy uh, yeah like like it's not super like trendy right now i guess in terms of like that's what you're talking about yeah. like people are mostly talking right now about well right now it's mass shootings and it's, that's that's like gun violence but like what a sad I, thing to talk about like a, yeah like a year ago it was um lgbtq rights right But I feel like disability has always kind of been there and it's gaining, especially mental disability is, it's, it's kind of constantly gaining more steam there. Yeah. Especially with that most recent, like the bell, like let's talk or whatever that they do. Yeah. That's really pushing for it, which is great.
1: It is. No, absolutely. I, I completely agree because it's not a, it's not an accepted thing, which is silly. Yeah. It's, it, someone's hurting I don't accept that come on yeah it's, you know yeah it's if someone's hurting you should trust them yeah that they're hu- yeah, hurting yeah like why not know? exactly I don't know I, I'm i being really redundant with this but if I have a kid this is gonna be this is gonna be one of the ki- the books I give him yeah it's that kind of book because I remember I I wanted to give it to you to talk about it. I want to talk to my kid about this because it has so much <laughs> to say, right? It does, yeah. And also, it'd be super interesting to see how how he thinks about it or she thinks about it or they think about it. Because uh, I remember when you finished it, we talked about it. Yeah. You know, and it was a little dissection, but it was also that kind of like, yeah, we we understand this.
0: This is this book's interesting because we we actually had a discussion before talking about it because. It, whether or not this book would be considered obscure at all. Oh, yeah. Because I think, and we kind of came to the conclusion that it likely isn't obscure. Mm-hmm. Not not in the sense that we're trying to go for here. Show's over, guys. We yeah. fucked up. But it does, but when it comes to books and stuff, they're not talked about openly anymore. Like, movies have taken over and video games have taken over as the general entertainment uh, movement That people talk about Yeah. So you don't really talk about books And you don't really talk about Cedar so much anymore mm. So we figured it wouldn't be as bad To bring up this book That if you haven't read it yet You should
1: <laughs> It's also a book that's not from this generation
0: Yeah Oh yeah which is also nice to Which
1: not. is another argument we had
0: Yeah it's, it's a bit this. of an older book
1: It's an oldie but a goldie it's an, it's,
0: Yeah put that <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: don't
0: wanna, I don't have a comeback for that <laughs> It's an oldie but a goldie. Uh,
1: so, I think I don't want to talk about the specific things that he goes through. No, there's like no Like the, 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 the experiments he has with Algernon or his job or his family. I don't want to go into that. I do want to rate it and I just want to bring it out to the masses. Yeah. And by the masses, I mean all three of you. <laughs> you go, mom and dad. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Pops.
0: <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see. We're turning the, sh- turning the ship around. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes.
1: Imagine you would have to rate this on a podcast you have one day. What would you rate it as?
0: I would rate it as... Oh, man. This, this, we, this rating system needs an overhaul. Nope. Okay. I would rate it as... Um... A smarter than average white mouse that lives in the compost.
1: I would rate this a high school sweetheart.
0: Okay. That that's it, people. I hope you've got your little deciphering keys out to figure out what any of this really means.
1: We're still looking for ours. I think I swallowed yours.
0: What's that even mean?
1: The mouse? <laughs> you swallowed the mouse? No, the key. The <laughs> oh, you swallowed the key. Um,
0: Yeah, just go out and read it. Like, if you're looking for a pretty easy book to read, like, it's not going to... you're not gonna, it, I don't know. I find there's a difference in books as there is in, like, uh, like, heavy-hitting movies where you feel tired afterwards. Yeah. This is a book that doesn't do that. It, nope. it very much feels like... Like, it's a light read while also saying something.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy, it does. I think we're really bad at reviewing... Yeah, well, look, we're not in the
0: reviewing business, are we? We're in the discussing business.
1: <laughs> That's true. The and if anyone had a doubt, the, the reviews disgusting. is merely
0: a comment on society's way of giving everything a number, Luis.
1: That's why we don't give numbers. We don't believe in numbers. Yep, we can't we, even count to what was that number? I don't know. Exactly.
0: Have, okay, I'm not gonna go into it because it's it's about a sketch. Uh, Mr. Show sketch and it's not going to translate well into an audio, an audio format because it'll just be me explaining this sketch I saw once uh, okay we have a quick update from last week's blockbuster or is it a flop buster Deadpool 2 Louis uh, thought it was going to be a success I also thought it was going to be a success uh, it is set to make $130 million in Fox's widest launch ever and most likely ending Infinity War three weeks is all it got as number one. It's likely going to topple that. So, yeah, I think we are both right on that
1: one. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Where do people have this money? Since when did
0: it, since when does a movie like, in, like this would be like Avengers or it's an Avengers movie and it it's is. not lasting more than three weeks is insane. Oh. And then like it's possible Deadpool, Deadpool it's not going to happen, but it's possible Deadpool gets topped by Solo next week. Like, like, what do we do to deserve all of these? Oh, yeah, it's a week
1: blo- ble- away. <laughs> <laughs> I lord, I, I have been seen Deadpool. My parents are watching it. Wait, what time is it? I don't know. Six. My parents are in the theater watching it right now.
0: Shit. I wish I was in the theater watching it right now. What
1: are we, why are we not in okay, the theater? Okay, if you have access
0: to press tickets, please email them to us.
1: Yeah, at obscurepod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet them to us
0: at ObscurePod. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at ObscurePod. Or you can hit me up if you just have one at SpiderPig, Spider underscore P-Y-G.
1: Wait, wait, wait. If you just have one, no, no. Give both to him and you share one with me. And I think that's been the show for today, pals. Pals is gender neutral, right? It is. I love... Okay. I love the phrase gender neutral because... When I heard neutral, I thought of cars. So gender neutral kind of has this, like, mecca.
0: When I think gender neutral, I think crash with... James Spader? James Spader. Because, in a way, that car is gender neutral. This is verging on some territory I don't want to get political about.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the car did have a metal <laughs> vagina. Okay. Guys, See you guys! <laughs>